0: Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of the COVID Caravanners Podcast. We're delighted to have you listening along with us today. Um, today we really want to talk about the impact that COVID has had on the caravanning world in Ireland, and I'm joined by a good friend who also got the caravanning bug this year for the first time. So we're just going to chat a little bit about um, you know how, how the caravanning market has, has really skyrocketed in Ireland and how that has affected people who have been staycationing here so I suppose to start off you've bought a caravan this summer what's been your experience?
1: Oh wow it's um it's been a a bit of a roller coaster of one um started out earlier in the summer looking for a small two-berth caravan something that my existing car was actually capable of pulling uh without too much issue um but it turned out that is not as easy as one would think. Um started looking on all the normal websites, the adverts and daide and done and even some of the facebook caravanning sites. But uh that didn't you know you would you would actually engage in a, in a in a seller for one of those caravans and within a day it was gone. Um and you know the prices seemed to me to be through the roof like
0: yeah, a friend of mine now who was in the same boat, um, she was interested in buying a starter caravan again. She engaged with the seller on Dundee, and within 24 hours of the caravan going up for sale, it was sold. And that caravan was an old caravan. It was in great condition, but it was old. And, you know, it, it was priced to meet demand in Ireland at the moment. Had it been sold three, four years ago, it probably would
1: have sold for half the price. Yeah. And like I, I noticed too, even when I was shopping around, there seems to be a lot of um caravans that have uh remade their 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 their, their life. They've come out of the back of the
0: yeah, the back of people's garden sheds, <laughs> yeah, and they've been sitting in a farm barn for five years, yeah, rusting, and, rusting and they're, they're being washed down, yep, cleaned out, and sold on yep, places yep. like Dundee and AdWords. And there's I, a
1: lot of people who are who are making businesses out of it. They're but they're buying those old ones and they're 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 refurbishing them and upscaling them, and you know, and to be fair, to look at them, you they're impressive. Like they really are. Um, some of them are really nice you know but you'd be afraid to to be pulling a 40 year old caravan or a 30 year old caravan yeah you know the brakes and
0: they might look cosmetically really appealing and attractive and they might be decorated inside with nice gray color schemes and new carpets but you're right it's the fundamental structure the, the the chassis that the actual caravan sits on, the brakes, the wheels, you have to be sure that they're all roadworthy and safe. Yeah. So it's not just how it looks.
1: And then how do you do that when you don't know anything about a caravan, <laughs> which yeah. is where I was at. I don't know anything about a caravan. I was going with the basics of I needed to get a caravan that was with my car weight and the caravan weight was under 3,500 kg and I could tow it on my existing license and that's hard to do. When you take your car weight and your caravan weight, it's very hard. Like, you know, I was looking for a tooth birth, but some of the two berths, you know, you'd still be looking at fourteen, fifteen hundred 1,500 kg, and that would throw me over the, the licensing requirements for, so for my current car. So
0: just to put this in context, when I started my caravan adventure this summer, I didn't even have a tow bar on my car. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how bad it was. And to put it in more perspective... I didn't even spell caravaner correctly on this podcast. It turns out there's two N's in it. But <laughs> anyway, so I couldn't even spell caravan when I started. But just to put the weight issue... Well, clearly, I should,
1: you still can. <laughs> I still can't spell it, exactly.
0: But just to put it in context, um, when I was learning, it turns out that obviously different caravans weigh different amounts. And the ability of your car to tow a caravan very much depends on the weight that the car is rated to tow and the weight of the caravan that you're hitching up to the back of it. So I didn't have a clue how to find out this information. I called the main dealer who sold me my car and said, how much can a caravan tow? And the guy on the phone, while he was really helpful. He really didn't know a whole pile either. So it turns out after much research, there's a thing called a VIN plate in your car. It's it's in every car, in, in my particular car. It was the sticker on it it was on a sticker just inside the, the car door and that gives you the weight, the maximum weight um that your car can 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 tow. So look for that. Google VIN plates um and and maximum weights that cars can tow and, and you'll find out more information. So to go back to what you were saying about the weight that your car can tow.
1: Oh yeah. So that's how you have to keep it under the 3500 so it's a bit of a of a numbers game really. and that's for
0: your license for, for an irish license, license. yeah
1: because i i only have a b so you need a b e to tow anything larger than that and you know with you know a lot of new towers on the road like i've never towed anything in my life before this and you know so it's 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 dawning enough as well to think you're even going to be towing something never mind you're towing something that more than the weight of your own car, you know, and you don't really have control of it as you're towing. So I I was always a little afraid. So I wanted to get something small and light and peppy, if for lack of a better term. But
0: you know so, so I suppose going back to where we kind of started out with the conversation was the condition of the secondhand caravan that you buy, it has to be roadworthy. And for the uninitiated like us who know absolutely very little about caravanning, That's something that you have to be careful of and you have to watch out for. So don't just look at the cosmetics and how pretty the caravan is when you go to um, inspect one that you're thinking about buying.
1: Yeah, you definitely have to be aware of kind of how long it's been out there and whether or not they've been taking care of it. Because, you know, you could have a 30 year old caravan that's been taken care of, you know, and it, it could be in very good nick. Um, all things considered um, or you, you, at the same time you could have a five-year-old caravan that they didn't take care of and you know it's really expensive and it's just you know full of problems when you actually get it um, it's kind of hard to tell but you know at the same time you know, there
0: are things you can watch out for definitely. when you are going to inspect a, a caravan um, so I suppose some things um, obvious things would be you walk into a caravan does it smell musty does it smell moldy does it smell yeah. damp you know that kind of well, actually, smell you smelling an old house perhaps yeah.
1: well actually you know what it's a really good thing it was only like 15 quid now or something like this on, on um amazon now but i purchased a damp meter and that's very useful it's simple enough to do you plug it into the um corners and the roof and the ceiling and the floors and that sort of thing and it gives you a damp reading so had i, I wish i had that for some of my earlier viewings of caravans because i'm sure it would have um shown a lot more um flaws up sooner um in the shopping process but you know that that is useful that is a way of kind of rather than trying to just use your opinion on something because how do you know if it's damp like i don't know if it's damp i i don't even know what damp i don't know what damp looks like in a caravan like if i see mold that's different i can see mold i can see black
0: Green, <laughs> I yeah, can see. patchy things patchy like you see things. in the corner of a bathroom or something yeah,
1: i know that's mold but in a caravan how do i know if it's damp or if it's dry rot i i don't know well know, so. just
0: to um just to help people out to help out some of the listeners we will put a link on the on the the social pages to show the damp meter And to provide a link to Amazon and other sellers where you can get something like this. You know, this isn't being endorsed, but it was one that worked pretty well. And, you know, if if you're thinking of buying a secondhand caravan and you're serious about it, perhaps a 15, 20 euro investment in a damp meter might save you thousands in buying a bad caravan. So I I know I did the same thing and I I bought a damp meter. And again, now I had never even seen a damp meter before this but some of the, the Facebook pages and the Google you know, searches that I did on caravans, they suggested this. And the damp meter does come with a set of readings that tells you, you know, this reading is in the normal range. This reading is very high. There's a lot of damp. So it was really easy to use. It, oh, yeah. Literally, I took it you out of the box. turn it on
1: and push it into the wall.
0: <laughs> exactly. Or so, a cushion or a... And when you see the link to it on the social pages, you'll see how easy it is to you. So it, it is something worth considering. It
1: is. Definitely.
0: But for those of you who may not want to purchase a damp meter or who don't have one to hand, there are other things as well you can do when you go into a secondhand caravan to try and figure out if, if it's the right buy for you. So obvious things would be, do all of the windows close properly? Do they close firmly? Check the catches on the windows because if the window doesn't close correctly, you may be getting rain and stuff coming in through the gaps, which is obviously going to create damp.
1: Yeah, and and obvious things would be to to like re, when you're removing the cushions or if you're looking, check the floor, look at the floor, see if you actually see any visual signs of water damage or, or mold, you know, because yeah, and can be seen.
0: Other things too um, would be how the walls, how the ceiling, how the floor feels in terms of texture. If you touch the walls and they feel firm, likewise, the ceiling or the floor, you know, it's somewhat of an indication that there's no damp present. But if you touch the walls or the ceiling or the floor and you feel parts that are sort of squidgy to the touch or soft, then be careful because that would be an indication that, you know, that that part of the timber has become damp. So don't be afraid either. Um, if it's possible, if if the carpet in the caravan is insecure, don't be afraid to lift it to yeah. see or there are there uh, any obvious damp spots in the timber.
1: Yeah, and another thing too is, you know, it'd be worthwhile to look under the chassis as well. Um, I wouldn't know what a chassis was, I, I still don't, you know, but some of the caravans, all you had to do is pop your head under and look up and you could actually see some of them wood rotting like you
0: yeah flakes of timber flakes kind of, timber of falling down. off the
1: floor and so you know you don't have to be a mechanic or a caravan specialist to actually pick up yeah. most of the problems I mean you know with my caravan now there was loads of small little things that I needed to overcome after I purchased it There was little things like getting pumps working and stuff like that which is another another podcast for another day <laughs> but you know you know when you walk into a caravan you know i think you should be conscious too of like if there's lots of air fresheners around or if it smells particularly clean you you kind of have to ask yourself is that normal should it smell that clean like in the grand scheme of things because i know for a lot of the ones that i went to actually see um i'd walk into the caravan they looked beautiful smelled magnificent had air fresheners in the bathroom and on the countertops and you think oh that's nice you know it's, 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 it's appealing and you want to you want to actually stay in the caravan and then you get out and you look at it and you realize oh there's mold in the corners of the bathrooms and there's the floors rotten out when you look under at the and chassis
0: oftentimes if there's that many air fresheners in such a small space people perhaps could be trying to hide a musty or a damp smell mm, exactly. so just just be careful watch out for that
1: yeah definitely
0: um, so I suppose other things to look for then would be if when you're buying a second hand caravan, you get a little bit of a reassurance factor if the seller is able to supply things like user manuals for the equipment in the caravan, yeah. or if they're able to provide um, some record of a service history for the caravan. Again, it all leads you to think that the caravan might've been well cared for. Um, but if you don't see those things, just you know be a little bit cautious
1: yeah.
0: um, something else that's really important to consider from a safety perspective would be again I knew nothing about this at the start but I learned um, when you go to tow a caravan you have to plug the cable from the caravan into your tow hitch on the car um, some of the functions that that provides then would be um, when you turn on the indicators on your car the indicator on the back of the caravan will come on because the electrical signal comes through that plug that you connected to your tow hitch. So really important from a safety perspective, um, when, you, when you're when you considering buying a caravan, if you can hook it up to the tow bar on, on your car, turn on your indicators both left and right, see do they come on in the back of the caravan, put your foot in the brake in your car, see does the brake light come on in the back of your caravan, see does the fog lights come on, all those things are really critical from a safety perspective. You don't want to, you know, take the second-hand caravan that you've just bought out in the open road without knowing that these um, indicators and and lights work. Because, for example, you could be attempting to make a right turn on the road, and your right indicator doesn't work. You've never tested it. You don't know, and somebody could cut you out as you're turning. You'll get into a bad accident. So, you know, take care. Check the indicators and the brake lights on the caravan before you go to take it out on the road if you are considering seriously purchasing it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, I again, I, I, I this is something I didn't ask, I'm going kind of off cuff here, but you know, I don't know, can you actually take a caravan for a test drive? Because the caravans have brakes and stuff like this, and I know you know, sometimes it's really a really good question. I actually don't know, yeah. I, I don't... never considered it when I was I never buying did mine. Either, but. I don't know. Yeah. Know. It, so if anyone does know, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. Message us,
0: please. Is this common practice that you do hitch it up to your car and take it for a test drive? Of course, with the owner traveling with you, I yeah. imagine.
1: Because like now that I've bought one and my mm. brakes, when I got them, they were squeaky. Like mm. I don't know how. That, now, to be fair, I probably should have had someone look at the caravan, I guess. Mm. But
0: I, I, to be quite honest. When I bought mine, I didn't even know where to find a caravan
1: mechanic, yeah. you yeah. know, so. I still don't. Uh, yeah, you know? seriously. Um, but, you know, they were squeaky and stuff. And I don't know if I would be 100% comfortable with, you know, the brakes and stuff on a caravan or tires because mm. we, we've done nothing recently but watch videos and stuff because we're both trying to learn about caravans. and on things like tire age and you know pressure of tires and torques of t- that's actually another it very complicated really <laughs> good
0: point tire age on caravans this was something i never knew guys first of all to put it out there if you're learning there is a wealth of fantastic videos on youtube and um, there's people like carefree caravanning there's the trudgeons go look for any of those guys on youtube you'll learn so much they really yeah. helped me anyway oh, but a huge amount Going back to tire age on one of those videos that I saw. Um, so, every tire actually carries its age in, in, in the number that's written on the edge of the tire. So, if again, I, I, I don't have the facts and figures to hand, but we'll put a link up to it on, on the social pages. But in that particular number, you'll find the age of the tire. And again, there's maximum limits on um, how old a tire can be. So when you go to buy a secondhand caravan, it's worth inspecting the tires to see the age of them because, you know, and some of the caravans that are getting dusted off from the back of barnyards and being sold due to COVID, um, those tires could have been on the caravan for maybe 10 years mm-hmm. and they're not roadworthy. The, the rubber could be rotten and you know depending on the age of the tire you might not be complying with all the regulations that are associated with tire safety you certainly so, would not want to have a
1: blowout driving a caravan like you really no, wouldn't
0: like no absolutely not um so i guess there are just some of the tips and tricks that we've picked up yeah in terms of when you're looking at a second-hand caravan Um, Please, we'd be delighted if anybody has any other suggestions or things to watch out for. Please um, contact us on on the social pages. Um, You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. Just please look under COVID Caravanners. And as we said earlier in the podcast, I can't spell. So it's COVID Caravanners with one N. (laughs) So we'd be delighted to hear from you.